0: This is the EMG Podcast Spotlight Interview with your host, Mike Saulpaul. There are business owners who perform a craft, a trade, if you will. And then there are craftsmen who happen to be in business. Justin Pedrick is most definitely the latter. Owner of the award-winning Justin Pedrick Photography and EMG brand partner, uh, Justin is a creative through and through who sees and captures the world through his unique lens. A loving family man, Justin has honed his craft over the last 20 years and is one of the absolute best wedding photographers in the world. We've been friends and colleagues for over a decade now, and over that time, I've witnessed the stratospheric growth of his business in awe and admiration because it was being built by Justin's core traits integrity, humility, care for others. Seriously, the the man does minimal marketing. His reputation is such that his packed calendar is comprised almost entirely of couples who were referred to him through word of mouth by his past clients that just could not stop raving. In this spotlight interview, you'll get a chance to know Justin the individual, hear about his photography philosophies, and what you can expect if you choose to work with him. And as a final disclaimer, It's not commonplace to use these interviews as a pushy sales tactic. However, my personal and professional experience with Justin and his services makes it really hard for me not to dote over it. If you have chosen to work with EMG because you were drawn to our philosophies on service and attention to detail, you can thank Justin because I modeled ours after his. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with my buddy, Justin Pedrick. Justin Pedrick, as I live and breathe, there you are, my friend. How are you? I'm good, man.
1: How are you? How's everything?
0: I'm, uh, I'm doing well. I mean, you look like you're the only guy I know who this quarantine, it looks like it's agreeing with you. You look like you're drinking from the fountain of youth. What, what is your secret and what are you doing?
1: <laughs> um, I have been eating a lot of ice cream, but it's uh, I, I've, I've actually not been working that much. So I've had time to exercise and... Um, <laughs> enjoy hobbies in my family. So it hasn't been too bad. Yeah, this is, uh, this is this is a stress-free face, right? Yeah, there. I'm it's not a- used to seeing this. We've known each other <laughs> no. for a uh,
0: little, uh, about 10 years, right? Almost. 10 yeah, years, probably about 10 years. A yeah. little over 10 years. And this is the best you've ever looked. I mean, I love you from the bottom of my heart. You usually look terrible. And this is... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Thanks, it's really it's good to see. You. I know uh, in sticking with the times we are doing this meeting, uh, this this podcast recording virtually. But it is good to see you. Um, thank you for doing this. Uh, I'm course. so excited. You know, I've been on you to try to to get on here and, and get our clients some uh, some ability to listen to you and kind of get to know you a little bit. Um, Justin is obviously a uh, an EMG vendor partner. Uh, he is a very very talented photographer, and I'm hoping that we can use this opportunity to to get to know him a little bit. And so I'll start where I. I always do, and in a uh, in a soundbite, uh, who is uh, Justin Pedrick? The person.
1: Oh boy, uh, I am a creative family man with uh, underlying woodworking abilities.
0: <laughs> that is that is the first uh, underlying <laughs> woodworking abilities comment that we've uh, we've ever had here on the show. So, congrats. That's- Fantastic. Thank you. And then um, in, a, in another soundbite, tell me uh, what is or who is what is Justin Pedrick Photography the business?
1: Um, <clears throat> we're visual storytellers. Um, that is what we're striving for there. That's
0: great. That's, that's really good. So let's get into it a little bit. Tell us a little bit about um, your upbringing. Where where were you raised and tell us what uh, Justin the uh, the kid was like
1: um bergen county uh saddlebrook new jersey is where i was raised went to went to school there um stayed there until i went to college um i was very rambunctious i was very curious Um, i stole my father's camera when i was a teenager Uh, he bought a really nice camera to take pictures of i guess me and my brother and i stole it uh, and started using it to photograph like uh, fences and leaves (laughs) leaves
0: <laughs> and, and, and that's <laughs> and that's the exact moment your father said uh to your mother we have a problem
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't no one really knew what i was doing and i didn't either um but i was always very curious about uh, uh my, my brother is an artist um as well so i i kind of just uh was always drawing and painting and and uh the camera was the next i guess logical step for something that i never had tried before
0: Yeah, and you know what, maybe I I wanted to get into this and I was thinking about this in in preparation, but it seems like a logical time to bring it up. The thing that I love most about you and and I realized the thing that I really appreciate about certain vendors is you're not a wedding photographer uh, who does a creative task. You're a creative who happens to be a a wedding photographer. Um, and I think that that really, you know, is, is brought to life, uh, through your, your photography, but were you always, uh, always creative? Do you come from a creative family? What, what sort of sparked that and how, before you found a camera, how did that, uh, you know, manifest itself?
1: Firstly, what you just said was, uh, can I use that? Can like on my website? That's Yeah, (laughs) I I mean, (laughs) I've been been using that. I I don't,
0: man, I'm sorry. I should have told you that sooner because I've been telling people (laughs) that for about six years now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's really wonderful. Um, I, my, my brother, my brother and I have always been creative. Um, My parents, not so much at at all. So I don't know where we came from. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was always uh, a joke. Um, my parents are not uh, in that world at all. Right. Um, and, and the two of us are uh, and and kind of always have. Those are the classes in school that I did best in. Um, this It's always been just a big part of my life.
0: Yeah. And then so you kind of you followed that after, of course, your illustrious uh, fence f- uh, photography career uh, in high yeah. school. And <laughs> yeah. they, uh, your parents said, we got to get this kid out of the house and they ship you off to uh, SVA. Right. You go to the School of Visual Arts. So yeah, uh, tell us about your path uh, to that. When did you consciously say, I think, you know, uh, art is, is where I want to head with my, my life?
1: Um, uh, I think part of it was it was the only thing I was good at in, in, in high school. I got really good grades in high school, but, um, you know, I always was hanging out in the art room uh, and I didn't know what path artistically I was going to take. Um, again, in my brother's footsteps, my brother went to SVA 10 years before, uh, before me and uh had such a great experience there and that was that was good for my parents because they saw that uh you can go to art school and be successful afterwards because he actually became successful afterwards and he, right. he uh <laughs> he helped with that a lot because i know when he went my parents were like i don't know you're gonna sell your paintings in the subway what's this gonna lead to <laughs> um but uh he, he's uh, my brother's a graphic designer now and then uh mm-hmm. i'm a photographer so it, it all kind of worked out um uh but a teacher in high school my, my high school photography teacher who also had my brother um when i came into her class she was like i've been waiting for you almost like she knew uh, that i was gonna be like my brother and i was uh, right right it, right so she she, she kind of pushed me into you know you might want to explore what your brother explored because he's doing fine right and uh yeah that was it
0: I like how that's the the baseline for an artist. I he's doing fine. I mean <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um man, I have so many places I want to go uh, that this is a perfect <laughs> jumping off point. Let me let me ask you this, an interesting question. Right before sure. we uh hit record on this, your son uh jumped in who of course I it seemed to me like yesterday he was born and now he yeah. he comes on and not only is he talking, which was a shock for me. Uh, how old is he now? Uh is 5. He's five. Yeah, he he was yeah, pushing yeah. me for a job, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great, great ambition. Uh, so, to that point, if your son was uh, seventeen, eighteen, he came to you and said, "Dad, I want to, I want to go to art school." What would your, what would your take on that be?
1: Um, I- I'd be fearful. Uh, I think a little bit, I <laughs> right. think, I, I think it's much different now though, uh, than it was when I went to school. I feel like I went to college on the cusp of it, it, a, a huge change. You know, 2001 was a, a huge transition in our country. And I feel like that was, uh, that was a big change over my first day of college coincidentally was September 11th, um, 2001. You. And you were in uh, the city, uh, yeah, it was, right? yeah. It was my very first day of college. Like, oh, so my, my parents God. shipped me off to, to SVA and that was my first day. Um, what but was now that I experience?
0: Think, what was that experience? Like we're, we're gonna come back to the sun question, but I feel like I gotta explore that a little bit. What was that like? Um,
1: uh, it was pretty horrifying. Um, we were twenty blocks away. Um, our school didn't know whether to uh, lock down or kick us out. Um, right, right, They didn't know where, where you know. Should we? Are we safe in the building? Are we not safe in the building? Um, eventually, they uh, evacuated the building. I had a friend from Saddlebrook who was going to SVA with me and I found her as just a familiar face mm-hmm. and we started walking uptown with the uh, hordes of other, uh, New Yorkers. Um, and, uh, we ended up, uh, her father had one of those stories where he doesn't normally drive into the city for work. Right, He's right, an art right. buddy, but he did that day, mm-hmm. uh, weirdly enough. So we went to his, his, uh, his firm and, We drove uptown. It took us about eight hours to get home. We were one of the first cars across the George Washington bridge when they reopened it at about five or six at night. Wow. Um, Crazy, crazy. Yeah. It was like a movie. It was like a, and then I got home and it was, you know, how was your first day of of college? Uh, Yeah. How was your first day of school? My my parents were very hesitant to send me back after that. I'm I'm sure they were very scared about sending their kid into the city.
0: Were you shut down for a period of time after that?
1: Yeah. We were closed for about a, a, a month. The school was, was closed. Wow. Um, so I guess it gave her some time and, and, uh, went back right when it opened back up and, um, you know, things were, things were fine, yeah. but, uh, yeah, what, a what, yeah, th- what, I feel like in an art school environment, uh, there were so, uh, there was so much good art coming out of that school at that time, post, post 9-11. Sure. Um, yeah, because if, if there's one thing that artists know how to do, it's, it's, uh, communicating visually. So all those feelings that people were, were having in the school was just people were just cranking out just amazing, touching, beautiful things right um, right it and- was it was an interesting place to be.
0: And so let me let me go back to the the uh, your your son for a second. Yeah, I, I understand. I think it is a very different time. Um, so just just kind of as a, as a quick background, I uh, I consider myself a creative in in different ways. Um, and I would be what most cre- other creatives would call a creative sellout because I'm I'll just yeah I'll, I'll use my creativity for marketing and advertising purposes and, and whatever. But um, there are ways to find uh, jobs, obviously, with it. Was that your intention? You know, if you had focused on photography what was the intention after getting out to make money and to sustain a living
1: that was that was the hardest part Uh, you know the the photography is what comes easy or came easy uh, and it was like well how do you make money doing this and I I will admit wedding photography was never on my radar it was Mm -hmm. not something that I I went to school for Um, there there wasn't any classes that focused on it Um, in fact you know some of the teachers treated it like um, you know, one of the lower end possibilities of your career. Sure, like it's like music. End up it's, doing it's, that. It's like right.
0: for musicians a wedding, wedding music is where it ends, you know, where that's right. Where
1: right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you might, you might have to do that to fund you know, your, your <laughs> right. landscape work or whatever. Right. Um, but, but wow, how things have changed in all facets of the wedding industry. We are able to be creatives that work at weddings and, and not just wedding vendors. It's, uh, it's amazing. Um,
0: Sure. And so, you know, I want to I pick this story up, but we have to divert for a second here. You also have a, a background as a musician, uh, which yeah. is one of the things, and, and we'll get into how you and I met, but it was one of the the many uh, overlaps of, of things that we had in common. So tell us a little bit about that, because I know it's, it's kind of happening concurrently with college, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. There was... Um so I was uh, in a in a metal band in a, I, I, as we all you, were of
0: course yeah
1: of course yeah, yeah. everybody went through that that phase it was labeled as a bunch of different subgenres but it was certainly uh, just another outlet for me as a as an angsty teenager um, to just kind of show my emotions somehow. Um, and the and the band took on uh, levels that we never anticipated. Uh, yeah, I mean, and this was me not like of, your of,
0: garage band. This was a. You guys actually had real success, and you were touring, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, we toured, uh, toured a lot. Saw so a lot of different places. We at a at a point we had a you know a label, a manager, a booking agent, uh, uh, tour managers. Um, it got really, uh, it got a lot bigger than we thought, and this was still trying to get an education and not, not, you know, fail college because it was like, all right, do you want to tour the U S for two months or do you want to go to school? Mm. Uh, it was a tough call to make, but I, I, I decided on the, uh, on the touring for a, for a bit postponing my college for a little while. But I feel like the experiences that I gained doing that were, um, just as good or even better than what I could have learned in college.
0: When you were doing that, uh, like you said, the, the success was almost, it sounds like it was accidental. I mean, was it, was there any concerted effort within the the members of the band to say, Oh, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is, were you writing music to say we have to write something that's going to be very popular or were you writing just something that you said, Hey, we like this. And then it just kind of took off.
1: Yeah. The latter, we were just writing what we wanted to. Um, but there was concerted effort to, to change things maybe a little bit. To gear it towards larger audiences, because obviously it was a very niche genre. Um, There was only so big you can get as that type of band. Right. Um, And and there were professional musicians in the band, people that were going to school for music at that time and and knew that music was going to be their career. So they were already in their career. Um, And some of us were just like, kind of there. Right, um, right, right. Just riding, riding the wave. So some people took it more like, "Well, this is what we're going to do forever," <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "No, it's not." This is so. <laughs> tell me, tell
0: what's what's your craziest uh, craziest story from from touring and being on the road uh, that you want to share with with everyone, yeah. <laughs> all the listeners of this
1: podcast? <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, it's we were playing a show in. Uh, so we were in Colorado and I, I don't know from where to where we were going, um, but it was maybe Fort Collins, Colorado to the other end of Colorado. And we had to pass through the Rockies to get to the, ne- the next show. And, and there was a, a blizzard forecasted for it. And we got to, we went over Vail Pass mm-hmm. um, and we got to, I guess there's a certain point when you start going over Vail Pass that if the weather isn't great up there, they stop you. And they're like, don't go up there. So because we were pulling a trailer in a 15-passenger van, we were required to get snow chains uh, if we wanted to go over. 18-wheeler trucks are just blaring by. This was like nothing to them. So we went back to a Walmart and got snow chains, Um, never using snow chains before. We uh, jerry-rigged it in the parking lot. When uh, I, by the Walmart. way,
0: when I, when I die and, when I die and go to hell, it's going to be at a Walmart in Colorado. That this is, <laughs> just picture me walking around a Walmart in Colorado asking for snow chains, okay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is a nightmare, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we, um, we put the snow chains on and we start making our way over Vail Pass and, and, uh, our guitar player Alex installed the left side, and I installed the driver's side, and I installed the passenger side. And uh, his it, the tire popped. His <laughs> his uh, he put the snow chains on so poorly that it actually punctured the tire. Ends with you. So we got the drummer, uh, doesn't it? This is, <laughs> this
0: is real Donner Party stuff going on here. So we did end up <clears throat> on
1: the top of Vale Pass, close to the 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 peak. Oh my god. Um, for about six hours while, uh, while a truck came up to change our tires. And this is just a Colorado native doing this all the time. Just just made fun of us so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about a bunch the, uh, of the metal kids from New Jersey.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, so, I mean, the story got... Uh, after we were safe, I was, I was actually really scared for my life. The, 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 the conditions were treacherous. We ended up getting to
0: the,
1: yeah, uh, we ended up, we ended up getting to the show and um, the other band that we were touring with, they were headlining the show. They uh, ended up pulling off to a resort in Vale and staying the night. They, they canceled their show, but we kept going. We just kept trucking. Because we didn't have money to stay in a hotel like they did. Right, right. Um, and we got to the show and, and there was still a bunch of kids there that were really excited. We were there and we actually wheeled the flat tire onto the stage with us and like held it up. And like everyone was going crazy. That's the most metal thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, we made it. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really
0: funny. So how does that all... Uh, come to an end or or when do you come to the fork in the road sort of what happened with the music and then of course you you had to return to school talk us through what happened there
1: so I ended up graduating when I was touring um, that happened I, I I uh I took a train home from Providence Rhode Island graduated and then the next day took a flight to Syracuse New York and met back up I only missed one show uh and then I was in the band for a couple more years uh, and then that fork in the road kind of came to uh, I had this realization that I just couldn't, I didn't want to I couldn't do it anymore. Physically, mentally, I was just done. Uh, I was so tired. I was away nine to 10 months out of the year. I was starting to think about my future. Um, and not that the band was a bad future. I, I could have, I mean, the band is still doing things now, which mm-hmm. is amazing. They were just mm-hmm. in Japan and Europe, and they're still doing things that with a different lineup uh so obviously it carried them just fine but it, it just wasn't for me anymore that the, the the being away was just too much at that so point did you know what you were going to do no no i had no idea i just knew that that was yeah there, there wasn't a plan that was taking me away from it um so you, the, you just the,
0: outright said i'm done
1: right yeah yeah
0: so you come home and then what
1: <laughs> um what they do after that? Jeez. I, I got Justin, this is your life, man. I can't, <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I can't fill in the gaps for you. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> well, you see the, the, the touring definitely left some, uh, some Holes memory. And, lapses. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Um, but I, I, I think, I think I started looking for photo jobs on Craigslist. I'm like, all right, here I am. I'm done with, uh, you know, living this touring lifestyle. Um, I have a degree in photography in 2006. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Right, right. So I, I ended up working for um, a couple different places. Uh, uh, Fuji Film, mm-hmm. um, doing processing. I worked at a, a a portrait studio. I worked at another film processing place, and then eventually um, I had an interview for a part-time job in a, a wedding photography studio. Um, and that kind of that kind of changed things a lot for me.
0: Uh, I assume that you took that you took that job and is I that took, where you I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, So <laughs> yeah. you took the job and you're out uh, on events right um, what what are you picking up what are you seeing that you like uh, was it a tra- and what are you seeing that you dislike was it a traditional uh, sort of wedding photography setup.
1: Uh, it was, uh, so I was going out first as like a third shooter slash assistant mm-hmm. slash get coffee kind of a person. Um, I was just this person, they took off the street really. And, and didn't, uh, I, I showed my work. They didn't care
0: right.
1: they, they had a, they had a good volume of work themselves. They didn't really need any more photographers. And I was hired just to do Photoshop work, mm-hmm. um, retouching for books. And, and I kept asking, like, can I just go on, can I go? Like, I, I didn't go to, college in my mind to sit at a computer and do this, especially do do this Photoshop work for other people's photos. Um, that was just kind of boring to me. I didn't care enough about them. So they finally let me go on a job and, uh, it was a, it was a high volume studio. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they did probably about 200 weddings a year, um, with different photographers and the photographers would, um, would just you know kind of w- what I what I didn't like was that the photographers were all farmed out, and the yeah. couples wouldn't know the photographer until they got to the door. Uh So I remember my first wedding uh, being like, "What?" I asked him the photographer I was with, "Like, so what's the couple like?" You know, I was just kind of yeah. curious. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, I, "I don't know. It's like Victoria and Jake. That's like all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's all they knew." So I I feel like. So much of the day was wasted breaking the ice with these with the couple. I saw the photographer just trying to like, so where are you from? What do you do? Like, what you don't really want to be talking about that on your wedding day. Like that should be homework that you've done and no. And then you go in there and it's like, here's my old friend, and and then you know the comfort level automatically sinks.
0: And so obviously you saw that that was something you didn't like. It's it's a practice that you don't obviously using your in your own business uh nor is it one that we use here right something that's very important to us that 's very important to you, which makes us not only great friends but but uh, a natural fit in terms of a brand partnership is we want to get to know our our couples right and so how does getting to know your couples help tell the the visual story the the day of the wedding or or is it you know what it 's just a nice comfort thing, and um, creativity is going to is going to present itself i mean does is that something that really informs how you shoot a wedding
1: yeah, absolutely I, I feel like both both things that uh, that you just said are, uh, are what it actually will do for you. Um, there is the comfort level for all parties. Um, for me walking into a situation, knowing that I met the bride, met the groom, maybe even met some of the family members at a consultation or, right. um, at an engagement shoot. Um, and, uh, and going in there knowing things about them and their personalities. That's what the, that's what the engagement shoot does. That's like the practice run. Some nice right. pictures without, without your uh you know your best clothes on and uh but and and for the couple you know that that comfort level is there too because being photographed is awkward but if they know the person photographing them it's you know that's why people often have in their mind like maybe i'll get my friend to shoot it um Uh, aside from the money thing but but there's definitely there's definitely a comfort level right right um that i'm gonna you know, I'm going to be kissing my fiance in front of a camera. Uh, mm. It's weird. It's weird when there's a stranger <laughs> taking pictures of that. Right, right. But it, so if we just get a little, a little bit more comfortable than not knowing each other at all, uh, it's every every step helps.
0: And it um, it'll it'll come to life sort of in the photo. I would assume that that comfort level, right? It allows the couples. To be yeah, more exactly. Intimate and
1: yeah, right. That's that's, that's right. the the, fi- the final product is being that the comfort level is definitely reflected in the photos. You'll see how comfortable they are, as opposed to, to being uncomfortable for right, sure. Right.
0: Right. And so, tell us uh, then about the genesis of your business. Do you do you spin out of that photo studio and say I'm going to break out on my own? Um, you know, how did that process go for you? Uh, you know, in the in the early uh, happenings.
1: Um. So, still not. <clears throat> So I never ended up really uh, being a lead shooter for them. I was a second shooter. I might have lead shot maybe once or twice. Mm -hmm. Um, And I picked up a lot about the business. I picked up a lot about um, the shots they were taking. They worked very strictly from a list um, that the studio gave to the photographers. That was something else that I didn't really like. It, It didn't really give them too much creative freedom. Mm -hmm. um but what i did like was seeing uh this photographers that i work with open up their camera bags and just seeing the gear in there and being like wow um i could never afford this and and i i I got a i got a camera that was like somewhat decent and Mm -hmm. i had a friend uh coincidentally from like the music days Mm -hmm. um uh be like yeah you were a photographer You was taking pictures like out there when we were you know do you do weddings and i was like well actually i'm working for this studio so i've I've been to some um do you want to shoot my wedding like how much would it be and and i had no idea what i was doing and um didn't charge them really anything i don't think i charged them anything i think Mm -hmm. they just yeah yeah, y'all come Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah bring my camera with me um and i really enjoyed it I, I was so nervous, and there was a high about it. Like when I was done, I was like, wow, "I did that," and and there was some really great moments. Right. Um, and they ended up liking the pictures, which I was really surprised at because I, I have you have I, I you ever was, gone
0: back and looked at those photos?
1: Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> yeah like,
0: <laughs> is that a torturous uh, exercise
1: for you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, you have to, you know, as, as an artist, you got to look back and see right. what you used to do. And, and, uh, the, the, that's, those are stepping stones. Um, yeah. So that's how that's, uh, that's how that started. And I was still looking for work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess that kind of leads me to you, um, because mm-hmm. I end up getting uh, my cousin calls me and says they have a job in the paper for a photography teacher at a school. <laughs> and, um, I wasn't serious about starting a business at that point yet. And, I was doing gigs and, and doing weddings mm-hmm. here and there. Um, it started to pick up a little bit. Word of mouth was happening and and um but then I got this job as a teacher and that uh yeah.
0: And then we our eyes met and we were stargazed, <laughs> star-crossed. Yeah. No. So yeah, so um obviously uh, if you if you listen to this channel and you, you know, you know a little something about me, you know that uh, I'm also a teacher and Justin and I met you got there to that school what, a year or two before me
1: maybe. Few, yeah, I think it was few, the year before you.
0: Yeah, a few years ahead of me and then um you know we met and uh we were I, I guess on on the surface, right? If you if you had looked at at Justin 10 years ago and you had looked at me 10 years ago, you'd say no shot these guys are going to are going to have anything in common, you know. And uh Justin turned out to be one of my my best friends uh from that building. Uh we worked together for 7 years. Uh we had a lot in common obviously, music, um creativity and then the, the wedding industry, right? Um, yep. And so, you know, at, I was not affiliated with EMG while I was working there. And then uh, I left that school, took another another job, and uh, we obviously, Justin and I, maintained our our friendship. Uh, and when I got to EMG and we started to expand, you know, our brand partnerships and, and so on and so forth, I mean, it was just a, it was a home run because his, uh, everything that I, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, but, you know, everything that I watched you do in the wedding industry, prior to me joining it, when I was just still sort of, you know, I, I had put music on hold for a while to go back to grad school and whatever. And uh, a lot of your mantras, right, that you getting to know the clients and doing that stuff, those are things that I, I kind of internalized and brought with me um, into EMG when we were looking at changing our own our own uh, process here. Um, and that's I, I don't know if I've ever told you that, and so I appreciate that, but you know if you the point of the story if you're listening to this and you're thinking about using Justin because you know you're an EMG client now and you've you saw his video on our site or or whatever is if you like the process of EMG you're you're going to love the process of of Justin because they are they are very much in in lockstep um with each other you know which I think is a is a great fit for us
1: yeah absolutely um those are the 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 little things that that I learned along the way have, have become the biggest things uh for me um, the not, not really knowing how, how important it was to get to know a client or just the, uh, how far that goes. Um, and that, uh, when you're running a business, especially a creative business and, and a, a business in the service industry in, ge- in general is that. Um, you know, the, the little things are the really big things that the thing that you do, the music, the photography, those are, that's the easy stuff. That's like, yeah, it's, it, it's definitely the relationships that you form, uh, that are going to like set you apart from, from other vendors, you know, so to right. speak. So um, what
0: if, uh, if a couple is listening to this right now and they're looking for, you know, photography and they want to reach out to you, walk them through a little bit. What can they expect? What's that process like from, you know, initial contact, uh, and then, and then leading up to the day?
1: Sure. So um, in, in these uh, you know, it's a little different now in these strange times with um, with all the restrictions we have in place with meetup meetups and stuff like that. Sure. Um, so I, I certainly uh, it, it's pretty much the same, but just in a digital format. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a, a lot of, a lot of couples I'm seeing a trend um, like to do things very quickly where I'm, I'm booking a lot of jobs where they don't even need to talk or want to talk. And and I kind of have to slow some people down and be like, Oh, we should, we should talk. I think, I think it should be, a, we should fi- you did feel it. To a, me. A,
0: you did it. Yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, so wait, let me break off here. So, uh, I did Justin's wedding, right? I provided the yep. music wedding. How many years yep. ago was that? Six? six uh, years, yeah. Six years. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, again, <laughs> Justin, I'm asking you, you, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> I hope Cheryl doesn't listen to this. Anyway. So, uh, anyway, when I got married, I mean, I had, uh, all of my vendors booked in, inside of two weeks, obviously. I know who I want to use. And I call Justin. I go, okay, here's the date. Hold it. And he's like, well, we should meet up and talk. I go, talk about what? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I know you. You know me. <laughs> I love you. You love me. It's uh, 10 years. Uh, and so you, you slowed me down. But that's important to you, I guess, in that in that process, right?
1: Yes. And, and I get it. If the couple if the couple really doesn't have the time to meet, I'm not going to push you to have dinner with me. Uh, Unless (laughs) it is nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You have to. Right. Um, But you know, at least uh, at the very least uh, a phone call, um, the initial consult um, I just call it a meet and greet. Um, We'll do, we can do zoom. We can do um, you know, Google meet phone call, FaceTime um, or, or uh, you know, I haven't done meetups in a couple months now just for the safety of everybody. Uh, but right. uh, a lot of the phone call is, is less about, um, you know, wedding photography and more about, uh, the couple. I just want to get to know who they are. What do you, what do you do for work? What do you do mm-hmm. for fun? You got a dog, you know, what, what, what's your story? Right. Um, and that, that helps me start to put together a puzzle of, uh, of who the people are. So it, it really is a, uh, spec- like my, my service is specifically, uh, I'm providing a service for you specifically. Um, so that we, you know, it's not, it's not cookie cutter. Sure. Um, you know, I, I can adapt to to person, to personality. So, so much of it is, uh, is just that again, these relationships. Um, so after the initial consult, uh, I provide a quote for the services. Um, my pricing is, uh, it's very fair. It's very to the point. Um, I don't like to, I don't like to haggle, uh, we offer the full-day coverage. There's mm-hmm. no hourly. It's just, this is the price. Right. Um, and that was inspired by a trip to Kohl's that I had. I don't know if I ever told you this, but...
0: Please, tell yeah. us about the divine... Uh, so <laughs> tell us about your divine inspiration that you found at Kohl's. Uh, mine was at... No, T- I, just <laughs> yeah.
1: just as, a, as, as a consumer myself, You know, when I purchase things, I just like to know what it costs. And when you go to Kohl's, there's... <laughs> there's this whole process, there's different prices and there's a, uh, I, at one point I was doing a scratch off at the register for a pair of yeah, pants. Generate. Like are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was probably shopping for wedding clothes and right, I just right. wanted, you know, how much are these pants, the sign <laughs> said $40. If I used my credit card, it was this, you got to scratch off this. You have that old coupon. Some lady was trying to give me some sheet of paper that would also save me more money. Um, and and not to say that i just went home and changed the whole structure of my business but i kind of did i i didn't want i wanted it to be this is the price this is what you get uh and that's it right. the end right, and right, right. and i've surprisingly had a, a lot of couples say i really appreciate that about you you know i could some photographers are like well you if you want that if you want to use a drone it's going to cost like no right. oh, wait time If you want to, if if you want, we're going to use our drone. If we can't use it, we're not going to use it. There's not going to be a refund later because it rained that day. It's just like this is how much it costs, and we're gonna we're gonna tell your story for that price. Right, right. Um, So Cole's pants. This is where I'm at. Well, I know where I'm getting your next
0: uh, (laughs) gift card from. That's. So I could just picture if I were in the store and didn't know you guys, who's that degenerate angrily <laughs> scratching a scratch off to try to save $6 on his pants. Is it, is it $30 <laughs> or is
1: it $25? Can you tell? <clears throat> um, so after I, after the quote, um, you know, everything's done digitally. It's all online. The contract is signed online. Um, we actually have another consultation. The, the contract is super straightforward. It protects everybody. It's very nice. Um, and, uh, the engagement shoot uh, is is always recommended. Um, you know that we have the deal going with EMG right now. That if you uh, if you if you do book with me through EMG, you get an engagement shoot for free. It's complimentary. It's it's recommended. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, Well, the other thing that you had said to me uh, privately in
0: in our dinner that I want to bring up because I think it is important is uh, that is a great opportunity. And we we kind of alluded to this, but uh, it's a great opportunity for the couple to get comfortable on camera. I am not comfortable on camera in that in that way. Uh, I don't I don't like pictures. I'm, I'm I'm a video guy. And so, yeah. I mean, I love pictures. I just don't like being in pictures. And so I think that that is a very important thing, especially when, you know, you're going to have your entire bridal party and everybody's family sort of standing around you. I I would advise, as I know you would, for for couples too, if they can, you know, work that into their schedule. I think it's important, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, It it really is going to be, it's going to make a lot of difference, um, even if you don't want even if you don't want the photos, just, uh, we'll hang out. I'll have my camera with me. Yeah. That's so what I, I always say. I, uh, one yeah, of the other ahead. things that,
0: uh, you had said to me at that dinner. And again, now I'm talking more as a, as a client of yours, um, that I think is important is you had said like prepping, uh, there's a little insider tip for everybody, the prepping the list for the day of the wedding in terms of, you know, if you're going to do pictures with your families, write out who's in each shot, Right, it'll help move that timeline along. I think that that's a really good uh, industry sort of uh, insider tip from a professional. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, We didn't do that um, in the beginning. I I mean, a lot of things I learned along the way, and I'm like, why am I not keeping track of this? Uh, Just on the top of my head, I'm bringing in mom, and then I'm driving home later, going, did I get a picture of just like the bride and mom? Right. Did I get that shot? Right. but now there's actually a list and and actually a person manning that list that at weddings with us, that their sole job is to uh, pretty much keep the photographers hydrated and make sure that the the list is like everything's cool. You know, what's
0: really funny is, uh, we have an, uh, we did another (coughs) series called, um, the former bride on the, on the podcast channel here. And we had one of our former brides come in and on her photography episode, um, it was funny. She was not happy with her photographer. And I said, well, that's cause she didn't use Justin, you know, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she, she said, uh, make a list. And that was her experience, not because she did it, but because she said at the end of the day, I realized I got zero pictures of just me with my veil on it. it they, yeah. uh, however mm-hmm. it, it happened, it, it, it just, there were no solo or with her husband with the veil on. And that was something that was important to her. And then she had missed it, you right. know? So it's, it's, uh, Justin will definitely help you think through those things, uh, so that you don't have that, that regret afterward, because you know, you only get the opportunity to do it one time yes talk to Um, me a little bit about i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off are you going no no no, go ahead talk to me a little bit about um breaking away from process here what can couples expect from your creative eye how are your photos different than uh the rest of the the market aesthetic good question
1: Uh, okay Um, You know, I feel like every uh and I have a lot of friends that are wedding photographers and, and we all have very similar goals, but of course, uh our aesthetics are very different in how we uh how we edit or how we shoot. Mm-hmm. Um I do have uh friends that are, are admittedly maybe more business minded and friends that are more creatively right. minded, I guess. Um so I, I you know I make it no um I don't hide the fact that uh, we are trying to make something creative. Uh, We're trying to make some sort of art with with what we're doing here. We get all the safe shots for sure, Um, but uh, any anything could become like a really artistic shot. Uh, Something simple is just like you know, and and, and not the the very typical moments, but uh, you know, I'm always I'm always taking pictures. Right. Uh, and because I never really know what you know, it's sometimes it's later. You know, sometimes it's not. Sometimes you take the picture and you're like, "That's it, like, wow, well, that's a great shot." And sometimes you look back later and it's like the bride brushing her teeth, holding her shoes or something. Right. Something right. so uh, something's just so something you don't even think about at all. And then you later like, "Wow, what a great shot through all that in black and white." And like, "Wow, what a what a classic <laughs> picture." Sure. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we're. I feel like our aesthetics are um, we've definitely after doing this for many years, settled into uh, a very cohesive uh, aesthetic that um, you can, you can expect a certain level of quality and and you'll, you'll know what you're going to get later. It's not going to be like, well, this doesn't look like anything on his website. Um, It's kind of like, we're showing you our good, uh, you know, some of our best work on the website and then you're going to get your, your wedding pictures uh, and you're gonna be like, oh, this is very in yeah, tune fits. with what they have on the website, right? It's not right. gonna be. Um, so I, I think the the uh, I think the the amount of years that I've been doing this, where you always have to stay current um, in, in in things like this. You know, there there's then there's been a lot of uh, <clears throat> changes to what's popular um, aesthetically, mm-hmm. but I feel like we've settled into a very timeless uh, look to our work where right, it's right. not falling into uh, a fad of the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, a lot of brides find, find, find the terms and they add you know, are you a light and airy photographer or are you a dark and moody photographer? Um, and I guess if, if I was asked, I can put us into one of those more than the other one. Uh, but you know, we're, we're not either of those We're we've just kind of settled into an aesthetic that's, that's ours. Now, when you
0: say hours, right, I, I do know, uh, like, I know Jason, right, who is a, is one of your shooters. Tell me, who else is a part of the team there?
1: Uh, so, I have, uh, so Jason is my associate photographer. Um, I have another photographer. His name is Matt, and uh, he's uh, just starting to associate shoot. Um, mm-hmm. He's been a second shooter for a while. Um, we have uh, John, uh, we have Tiffany, um, there is a, just a collective of uh, people that, um, I've, I've worked with, and then it you know, worked with more than once, you know, you work with some people once and then, uh, it didn't really work out that well, but, uh, now I'm very comfortable using that. We word because it is, is kind of, this is our team. These are my go-to people. I'm never yeah. really, I'm not looking for anybody else. It's, This This is is the team. Yeah. And it's a
0: growing team from, of course, from 10 years ago when I met you, uh, when it was mostly a a solo op, you know, and then slowly but surely. And then, uh, you know, so Jason, uh, his uh, Justin's associate shooter uh, shot Mike Carleo's wedding and uh, got got a chance to really get to know him that day. And uh, lo and behold, the end product, I'm looking at it going, okay, it looks like like justin could have shot these you know there you you do keep a very cohesive look so if you like the studio you know there are certain i would assume internally there are certain uh standards or or sort of a baseline like this is what this studio does you i think you've been really good at at cultivating aesthetically what that what that image looks like you know
1: yeah yeah and i'm I'm very um you know before i hand the keys over so to speak to like like jason i've been shooting with for for close to eight years now and uh we've worked with each other on so many weddings that when he started shooting weddings for the studio um uh he knew exactly what i would have done in every situation or you know it it, um and he's just a super talented guy on his own he's he's one of the only. He's, he's so good. He's just such a good, I've learned, I've just learned so much from that guy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really nice to, um, to have a team that's all on the same page. We all, we all know what the final product is kind of going to look like. And and we are striving to keep that quality.
0: Yeah. Uh, And it's, it's so important for us that we, you know, when, when couples come in and they say, um, okay, so we booked, you know, venue entertainment. Um, sometimes it's weird. Sometimes the entertainment is the second stop. Sometimes photography is the second stop. Uh, right. If they come to us first, you know, we always go, oh, you have to, it's not even a, it's not even a suggestion at this point. It's like, you have to go, you have to go and, and talk to Justin and see what he's all about, which is great. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you've, if you've listened to this, um, I hope that you, you got a sense of, of Justin here. Let's, let's recap Justin, because you've, you've said sure. a lot here. Creative okay. Thing. Taking pictures yeah. of leaves. Your father is mm-hmm. quite disappointed until you go off to school. <laughs> uh, you know, you leave the metal world behind. You drop your tire on the side of a Colorado road. Uh, you know, 9 11 welcomes you into the world, unfortunately. And then you're, you're at SVA and you leave. You're picking stuff up. Uh, family man, right? We didn't even get a chance to talk. You have two beautiful kids, a son and a daughter, and your wife's just lovely. Uh, and here you are. You're, you're out in the world.
1: Looking yeah. great, looking like a quarantine <laughs> god. <laughs> this Thank man you. is,
0: and the hair. I love what you're doing with your hair, by the way. It's a very good
1: yeah. You know what? You know what that is? That's hand. Uh, this is this is wow. hand lotion. That I put in my hair.
0: <laughs> hand lotion. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. scalpel. Thank you for that. Later. on story. <laughs> Well, Justin, I can't let you go uh, before a little uh, section we like to call quick questions. Will you play with me? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Right now, the, the name of the game is quick. got to be quick. Okay. All right, here we go. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, what is the worst job you could have?
1: Fuji. Uh, Fuji film. <laughs> developing film. That was, that was the worst. It was the worst. What is your favorite yeah. TV channel? Um, I watch Frasier on Hulu.
0: <laughs> okay, so I <IS> asked <laughs> channel, he says show. <laughs> Not really getting the vibe here. Okay, here we go. Oh, this is a good one because you toured city in America should not be included on a map and why
1: Uh, oh oh, gosh Um, there's just too many of them Uh, (laughs) um, uh, Omaha Nebraska was I can't talk about it
0: what celebrity annoys you the most
1: oh gosh
0: Quick question, Justin. I know in I, I
1: I can't even think about a of, of a celebrity like one doesn't pop into my head at all right now. You got
0: to get, get out more. You got to get out more. If you could get a yacht, what would you name it? Uh, Betsy. Odd. Uh, if you could, uh, let's see. Have you ever tried to do something that you know you'd be really bad at, and were you really bad at it?
1: I. Uh, yes uh about a month and a half ago i was doing flips in the trampoline in our backyard and i knew that i would be awful at it and i ended up breaking my rib <laughs> uh
0: and finally last question justin if you were getting married again tomorrow what would your entertainment package look like
1: oh uh i'd have emg right there uh just like i did uh six years ago what a plug uh, side 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 sorry i know this isn't that quick but i just did um you know engagement photos for a couple that were were doing uh and and i had mentioned to them that i really liked steely dan i don't know if you saw this but i i posted this so i i said that at my wedding you i remember this so vividly you put on steely dan and you gave me a little one of these and it was like one of the most one of the best things ever he actually remembered the story and he got me This. (laughs) this. He got you a steal- <laughs>
0: Justin is showing me a Steely Dan <laughs> <laughs> vinyl album, which is amazing. <laughs> you were uh, um, I don't think I before or since on a must play list I've seen uh, Steely Dan, which is fun because I also <laughs> like Steely Dan, but not your traditional wedding music. But that was uh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, thank you so much. It was great seeing you, buddy. When this uh, when the world opens back up, we gotta we gotta get together. Um, I thank you for your time. Uh, I appreciate all you do for our clients, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, brother. Take care, buddy. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.